Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. For Sarah, life was going really well. Happily married, three kids, fourth on the way. So how is it that she became an alcoholic? Sarah shares her story. So then where did the alcohol come into it then? Because quite often for people it's when things start going downhill, they turn to substance. Yeah, it it you know life was going well. Um, with my with my fourth pregnancy, I was kind of constantly being sick. I had no appetite. Um, I kept going to the doctors, and they kept saying, "Well, it's it's morning sickness." So I kind of accepted that. Um, but then after Harry was born, they done some more inv- investigations on me, and they diagnosed me with pancreatic cancer. Right. Um, and that's when my life really went downhill they told me that I probably wasn't going to survive the operation and if I did I probably wouldn't get through the chemo so I was kind of preparing for death um and having four young children I wasn't quite sure how to prepare them that they were going to lose their mum wow so I could turn to alcohol to take that that feeling away you know I couldn't couldn't cope with the unknown I suppose how bad did it get the alcohol it very, very quickly became to the point where I was dependent on it. You know, I would start off with having a few drinks in the afternoon and it got to the point where I'd be, you know, sort of waking up in the morning and I couldn't face the day ahead. So I'd have a few drinks to kind of, I don't know, give me some courage to get through the day. Um, and then it got to the point where I was taking drinks up to bed with me and I was hiding alcohol. So I always, so I always knew there was a supply of alcohol uh, you know, for whenever I needed it. And how long did that go on for? Uh, well, the operation was in 2013, and it it kind of got, yeah, really bad, probably for about six months. Um, I think the, the alcohol caused, caused me to be very emotional and very angry, um, which caused huge arguments between me and my, my husband, and eventually, you know, we separated, um which made me drink even more. I was then uh, taken in and out of hospital, I was, you know, for, for hospital detox. But then as soon as they would discharge me, I would be straight back onto the alcohol because I still couldn't deal with life. The right. problem, you know, was still there after I had been discharged from hospital. Um, so, yeah, it got to the point where in, oh, was it 2015, where I was admitted into, into a care home they kind of they called class me as like a lost cause. They they didn't actually really know what else they could do for me. So they put me in there on palliative care and gave me kind of weeks to live. Really? And what happened with your kids at that time? Uh, my husband, he moved he moved back into the home and he did a fantastic job with them. Um he had to to sadly he had to leave his job so that he could become a full time carer for the children. Yeah. because uh, Harry was only well, he was just over one, um, you know, when I, when I was taken into hospital. Yeah. So it's 2018 now. So has the condition been, are you in remission? Has it been healed? What's happened? Well, it, it turned out that that after they they thought it was cancer, when the, the biopsy results came back, it turned out that it wasn't cancer, which I think kind of messed up my head a bit more because I kind of prepared for death. And then all of a sudden they told me that I wasn't dying, you know, I could go, you know, I could go home, everyone, everyone could be fine, I can go back to work, I can go back to being a mum. And I think, 
you know, sort of emotionally and mentally, I was, I think I was, yeah, confused and I couldn't keep up with kind of what was going on in life. You know, was I dying? Was I living? You know, what what was going on? And you're glad you're still around, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. There's nothing better than seeing our kids grow up, right? I know. And it's, it's sad because, you know, I've missed out on, you know, sort of so much of, of their, well, kind of four years of their life. Yeah. You know, my, my brother and his partner, you know, they, they've done a lot with the children. I'm very grateful for that. And they've taken lots of photos and they've kind of done a, um, sort of like a, a collage of photos. So, you know, soon, hopefully soon, you know, my, my brother's partner will sort of sit down and go through through that with me because it's part of my children's life and that's part of, of, you know, the things I want to know that they've done. Yeah. Yeah. And so did you have a faith at all through this? No, no, I didn't. Um, I'd I'd always gone to church, um, you know, for christenings, weddings, funerals as a a child. Um, And it it wasn't actually until I was taken into the care home the only, the only times they would let me out was to go to the Salvation Army to a, a it's called Bridges, which is like a, a like a drug and alcohol support um, group. They'd allow me to go out to that. That's where I kind of met the the captains of the Bista Salvation Army. Right. And I got to know them, and then a, a couple of the the soldiers would would come along and visit me, and and one of them would come. Uh, I think it was every Thursday, and we'd do like a Bible read, and she'd, you know, we'd sit down and discuss it. And to be honest, I, I didn't really understand it at the time, but I enjoyed her coming to visit me, and we'd sit down and we'd talk. Um, and then they would allow me to go out to church, and it was like it was a gradual process of, you know, get getting to know, you know, the Christian faith and, and getting to know sort of God. And What did you think of the faith up until that point? Because I'm sure at school you would have heard about it and you would have... Did you have an opinion about it before you were, went to the Salvos? Uh, I think I did, really. I think I kind of thought, well, if there's a God, why does he do all these you know, cruel things in the world? You know, why is there war? Why is there poverty? Yeah. You know, why is there sadness? You know, I think all the negative things in life and, and the sad things that happen to people, if there's a God, why do people have to go through these kind of things? Yeah, yeah. Did you come to a conclusion about that? I do think things happen for a reason, um, to be honest. It's like, you know, with my alcoholism, I think that kind of happened for a reason. Yeah. Because before, I kind of took everything for granted. Right. I didn't really sort of appre- appreciate life. Um I had no kind of sense of purpose. I had no nothing that I was kind of um, living for, I suppose. Right. So I think, I think you know, God put me through that process to make me realise actually what I do want out of life. And it was a funny. I went to the Salvation Army yesterday, and um, Debbie, the captain there, she shared about you know. What 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 are we? Who are we? Um, and we kind of came to the conclusion. She put all these examples up on the board, you know, and it came. To, I came to the conclusion that I'm an example. God has made me an example for others. Yeah. And what I hope is that I'm going to give people hope and strength to realise 
that they can get through this. Yeah. They can get through addiction. There is hope. That's Sarah. She was misdiagnosed with cancer, turned to alcohol in an attempt to deal with it. And today she's free from the grip that alcohol took on her life. She doesn't have cancer and her husband and kids are back with her. Light and Life, the Salvo's weekly radio show.